Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. With the coming of the major theatrical release of the film Fatima, whose release date has been pushed back until August 14th due to the current crisis, an interesting story has come out related to it that will challenge many people. A documentary has been announced that will be released by a major mainstream, as yet unnamed, television network to coincide with its release. That documentary will cover one of the most controversial aspects of the Fatima message, one that comes with explosive allegations about the third secret of Fatima and the church's reaction to the message. I have that story for you today, and here is my disclaimer. The documentary makes a claim that I am not ready to endorse. I'm not denying the claim either, though, nor am I refuting it or working against it. The claim is one that I am simply not knowledgeable enough to address. So, today, I'm just reporting the story, and it's going to have serious implications, given that it is being put out by a mainstream source. Let's get into this. The controversy is this that the Sister Lucia that we're all familiar with from the papacy of John Paul II was an imposter. Yes, I know, for many that is a shocking allegation, and there are shocking implications that come with the allegation. Like I said, I'm not endorsing the allegation, and like many, I'll be watching the documentary when it's released, so that I can learn more and present my review to you as unbiased as possible. Try to hold me to that, too, in August, because I, you know, may forget. <laughs> Let's be real. But let's turn to the blog of Peter Chosnowski. Mr. Chosnowski runs the Sister Lucy Truth blog and as such has a vested interest in this position. He's literally been working on exposing what he believes to be maybe one of the largest scandalous cover-ups in the history of the church now for many years. From his blog, quote, Today marked a major turning point for Sister Lucy Truth. I received a call today stating that a major TV ne network, for obvious reasons I will not yet release the name, is extremely enthusiastic about telling the story of the fake Sister Lucy and the investigation into the imposture and the substitution. They are planning for a two- to three-hour documentary-slash-movie to be aired on August 11, 2020. Significance of the date, other than being the Feast of St. Philomena, is that they are hot to have it come out three days before the Big Fatima movie that is scheduled to be released, held back due to the current crisis, on August 14, 2020. With this documentary-slash-movie, the cover-up of the disappearance of Sister Lucy dos Santos of Fatima and the subsequent distortion of the entire Fatima message would no longer be possible. The case would be before the entire world, and the Vatican would be pressured to come up with answers. Also, the documentary will include sick, new investigatory work that will be done during the filming of the documentary-slash-movie itself. This will include professional investigators interviewing and questioning major figures related to this case, and scientific-slash-medical experts that have looked at and evaluated all of the relevant evidence. End quote. If you're lost, here's the basic thesis. The Sister Lucia that we saw around John Paul II in the 2000s. The Sister Lucia who signed that weird document that says that heaven accepted John Paul II's consecration of the world 
that was done instead of the consecration of Russia. That Sister Lucia was an imposter, replaced by the Vatican or one of its agents with an actress or some other figure. Much of this allegation is based on this image, which shows Sister Lucia as she looked in her youth, next to her Sister Lucia much later in life. People have noted that she looks remarkably different in the two pictures, which, to be fair, people look different as they age. Just look at this picture of this elderly or older celebrity today next to one of their youth. But this picture and pictures like it have fueled a great deal of confusion, fueled by the internet and its ability to promote all kinds of ideas. Again, I'm not endorsing the claim. I'm almost as new to the idea as many of you are. I've heard about it, but never really looked deep into it. But let's get into this a bit further. I'm not a set of a contest, but I'll be using a set of a contest source for this, the only one that I have any real trust in. So let's turn to Novus Ordo Watch, who has the story. Quote, A mainstream media documentary will make the general public aware of the fact that there now exists scientific proof that the woman paraded around by the Vatican II Church as Sister Lucy was not in fact the true Sister Lucy to whom Our Lady of Fatima had appeared in the first half of the 20th century. In other words, the true Sister Lucy was permanently replaced by an imposter beginning around 1960. What happened to the real Sister Lucy? Did she die? Was she murdered? What about the imposter? What is the true identity of that woman? Who is she? Most of all, what was the motive for the substitution? These questions and many more will surely be asked, and perhaps answered to an extent, in the mainstream media documentary. End quote. The article goes on to point out that this would put a lot of pressure on the Vatican to come up with answers to uncomfortable questions, which they don't need right now due to the scandals they're dealing with already. But I disagree. I think they'll just ignore this as a wild, uh, shall we say, hypothesis of secretive plans, as if the people pushing it are wearing hats made of tinfoil. That's how I'd deal with it if I were covering up something like this, and that assumes that the current people running the Vatican even know about it, as they've mostly displayed a remarkable lack of interest in Fatima in general. See the alleged reaction to the president of Russia when he allegedly requested the consecration be done when he visited Rome a few years ago. But let's continue with the Novus Ordo Watch article. Quote, It's important to understand that the Sister Lucy imposter thesis is not a mere hypothesis, theory, or speculation. Rather, it is supported by overwhelming scientific evidence, attested to by numerous independent experts who have no dog in this fight. The evidence is properly documented and comes with sworn testimony. The scientists are willing to stand behind it with their names and credentials, which have been published and can be verified. In other words, we are not talking about a bunch of laymen sitting around their computer screens comparing earlobes, pontificating on facial features, or speculating about dental work. End quote. And there is apparently scientific evidence to at least fuel the speculation, if not support the claim. Chosnowski's blog has cataloged this evidence over the years, and he's got quite the list. The categories of evidence include facial analysis, plastic surgery reports, forensic art, handwriting analysis, dental reports, photographic evidence, and an ophthalmology report that is apparently coming soon, all analyzed by credentialed experts who apparently have, again, no dog in the fight in themselves. These scientists all come from different backgrounds in different places in the U.S., and as far as I can tell, none of them are even Catholic. Back to the Chosnowski blog. He says of these experts that they have nothing to lose by making their statement. Quote, the scientists and experts commissioned also have public professional reputations on the line. Further, they are not personally invested in the results. All of them were given this material for analysis without any explanation of the desired results. They were simply asked to analyze and deliver the conclusions based on their own expertise or technological equipment. They all independently came to the same conclusion. There are two individuals. 
The most critical response, however, is that we received results that we did not expect or want, such as the iProbe lab or the handwriting analysis of the third secret. If we had simply paid off these experts, as some critics have critic cynically claimed, then all the results should be in our favor. The fact that not everything lines up as we had hoped or expected is further proof of their objectivity. End quote. As you can imagine, the allegation is an extremely divisive one, and it makes a controversy around it make the debates around the legitimacy of Francis and the legitimacy of the resignation of Benedict XVI look like nothing in comparison, because if it were to turn out to be true, then it begs a lot of questions about John Paul II. Benedict XVI, who, as you'll recall, prior to becoming Pope in 2005, had served faithfully in the John Paul II papacy for pretty much its entirety, and he has let slip before that the revelations of Aki to Japan were essentially the third secret, as well as the contents of the third secret apparently containing references to an evil council. And, you know, what we got in 2000 didn't exactly reflect what, what uh, Benedict himself said public, publicly when pressed about this. And that brings me to my next point. My interest in this is fueled by an observation I had, that the third secret of Fatima is remarkably similar to the almost unknown prophecy of Pope St. Pius X. In fact, it's so close that it would be considered plagiarism if a student wrote it out and put it in a college paper. That's how close they are. Here's the prophecy. I have seen one of my successors, of the same name, who is fleeing over the bodies of his brethren. He will take refuge in some hiding place, but after a brief respite, he will die a cruel death. End quote. Not much there, right? I'm sure some of you have heard about it. I pulled that version of it off of an article from The Remnant written back in February of 2013, right during the whole debacle involving the resignation of Benedict XVI, and before the conclave that brought us Francis. In that piece, the author speculated that the next pope would take the name Pius XIII, which of course didn't happen, though I should remind you that Europeans have a long habit of referring to a pope by his birth name, often and without malice, unlike when Americans do it, so what Pius X meant by a pope of the same name could mean almost anything, really. Pius X's birth name is, for the record, Giuseppe Melchior Sarto. The Anglicized version of his first name would be Joseph, or pretty close to it at any rate. My friend Tried Patrick of the Tried Cath Show TCS reminded me once that Italian names aren't precisely synonymous with Anglo names, and he'd know since he's a Sicilian, but that's not really relevant here anyway. The current pope is not named either Pius XIII, Giuseppe, or Joseph, or even Sarto, so it's not applicable to the current situation in the papacy. There's a lot to cover on this, to be honest, and beyond what I've said here, I'll be blunt. I don't have the information to do the subject justice in 15 minutes or less, and I suspect that it can't be done, which is why a documentary about the third secret and the alleged cover-up involving the identity of Sister Lucia will be so fascinating. The network hasn't announced yet, but keep an eye out for that announcement because I'm certain it'll be forthcoming as we get closer to August. So what do you think about this? I'm not certain what I think. I have openly rejected the idea that Sister Lucia endorsed John Paul II's consecration of the world simply because, for her whole life, she handwrote all of her notes and letters, and then suddenly had a, redder, a written letter typed out, which implies she learned to use a computer or word processor very late in life. Yeah, I'm extremely suspicious of that, but who knows really. I'll be watching this documentary like many of you will be when it's released by whatever major network releases it. Let me know your thoughts in the comments, please, and please pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.